This is a Dalarna University production. Very welcome. I'm here with Mr. John Sakara, founder and director of Doors of Perception, and also the first of our inspirational speakers, opening up the discussion about uh, the further discussions about uh, the university new vision after 2015. Very welcome. I would like to ask what uh, would the living system you were speaking about, uh, how can they interact with social entrepreneurship? On the question of the connection between social entrepreneurship and living systems, I think it's um, really there are many opportunities for regular day-to-day life support systems like getting food, washing clothes, um, finding somewhere to live. If you uh, look around for natural resources such as water or open ground or uh, just materials that come out of nature, there are many, many ways in which innovative people today are using those to provide for their daily life needs. And so, to me, social innovation is not a choice to do something very exotic and different. It's a million and one ways in which people are being creative just to meet the needs of themselves and their families. And when clean water, clean air, food, plants, and so on, a part of their resource base, then there's a natural connection. So we're really making reconnections to the ways that people for thousands of years lived perfectly normally, that is to say, respecting natural systems and working to get their resources for their own use. Is that also what you, when you say you refer to next economy, is that something which you, would that be a part of it, a big part of it? This regional connection? What I think the next economy is about meeting the needs that we have as far as possible from the resources of the region. That is to say, not just uh, natural resources, but social resources, places that are maybe being underused, people with skills that are not properly deployed. I mean, for example, in this region, there are many immigrants from different parts of the world who are somewhat isolated. They often have very interesting knowledge about food, about uh, looking after children, about new ways to make clothes or whatever. They can be part of the mix or the ecology of people helping each other to do things. The other thing I would say about the next economy is that it will be much less based on high price, short life products and experience. It will be more like longer term relationships between the people who make things and the people who consume them. Bread being an example. So in many parts of Europe you have the notion of a community supported bakery where the people who grow the, the wheat, the people who make the bread, the people who eat it and the people who make it collaborate together in long-term relationships rather than, as now, we go into a shop and buy a loaf of bread and we have no idea where it came from. Uh, yes, and, and, and uh, what about universities? How can they uh, be part of this new economy and this kind of social entrepreneurship? How can, how, what role can universities have in this kind, in, in helping or supporting the, the, the the local units and the local region. I think in this next economy that universities have three or four different things to offer. Firstly, they have space as public organizations for the most part with meeting rooms, cafes, facilities and teaching facilities that are not available to people working in other kinds of activity or living in their homes. 
Secondly, universities have the potential to be very expert, not at telling people things, but at organizing conversations so that if you come together, people from many different backgrounds to discuss a subject such as the future of childcare in the city or where, how do we get more healthy food for our children, um, the university could help people meet and talk because it's a kind of a shared safe space. But thirdly, of course, universities have technical knowledge that the, the researchers and the lecturers have by way of their kind of backgrounds. This is also important, but what I'm describing is a world in which the technical special knowledge of a university expert is part of a bigger mixture rather than an end in itself. Uh, what and how can a teacher um, gathering expertise uh, for a long period of time, uh, how can a, a university teacher contribute here? I think that's a very good question of somebody who spent a lifetime becoming an expert in some scientific or liberal arts subject, suddenly confronted by people like me saying, well, universities have to be more at the service of the community broadly. Um, there are two ways. One is that everywhere I go, I meet university teachers who have a subject that they do in their day job and they have another passionate in their private life, like food or children or sport or a public uh, volunteer work. And I think that we're moving to in the next economy where this division between home life and work life will start to disappear. So that if you as a professor have a passion for growing food, for example, but your subject is history, um, I don't know how to connect the two things together, but it strikes me as being unnecessary that those two things be kept apart. So in lots of different ways, the private lives of university people and their professional skills that they can bring to the picture, the knowledge about the history of food or the knowledge about the biochemistry of food or the storing on the, the preserving of food, everybody has something to contribute. But rather than kind of saying, I'm the expert here is what to do, it's more like a conversation in which people explore different possibilities. And how do you think... Uh uh, about the boundary between the region and the university is sometimes uh, described as an ivory tower uh, of research and uh, and how, how do you think about the, the, the how can you, these two connect the, the university on one hand and, 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 and the region or bioregion as you said on the other hand I think it's very real that uh, some communities regard the university as an ivory tower but in my experience, and I go around a lot of universities and design schools, many of the professors and many of the students do not want to feel trapped inside. It's just they don't quite see how they're supposed to make contact with other people in their community. Because, you know, the university teachers or their students, and they don't have maybe an obvious idea of what they can offer. But actually, there are lots of skills and activities that university people can do along with other people to, for example, organizing a coming together of people growing food or coming together of people doing a car share scheme or coming together of people organizing a local currency in which everybody has different forms of knowledge that they put into the pot. So I think it's moving away from the idea that somebody in university is the expert on everything or even on some special subject a university person has expertise on several different areas to which they put to the common good in some kind of uh, shared uh, meeting where you actually exchange ideas on what the priorities are going to be. What would be or are there new skills for university in this, how to say, the, the, the emerging new 
system or of of uh, of uh, situation or next economy. What, what would the skills in, in in the new skills for university be? I think there are two kinds of skills that universities need, which they don't have so much at the moment. The first is the skills of a bit like a newspaper reporter or an investigative journalist or somebody making a research for a film to go out into the to the region and say where are the interesting projects people stories happening that we maybe by staying in the university wouldn't hear about in other words being proactive and outgoing and looking for potential partners the second skill which is not so common is how do you organize a an activity like a project or a workshop when people from very different backgrounds come together perhaps in a university space perhaps somewhere else that's a kind of hosting, coordinating, facilitating skill which you can actually be taught these days which there's no reason why a university professor should have these skills not many people are very good at organizing dinner parties or parties for example but that's the kind of comparison to make is find people who have social skills who can make somebody from outside feel comfortable and welcome and respected who can make the university people feel that their knowledge is respected and that everybody feels yeah this is a good place to be and we're all having to, making a contribution but that's a kind of that skill set needs to be learned and made a priority it doesn't happen by itself thank you very much thank, thank you, you Michael. Michael. Yes, thank you